This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast often contains controversial or mature topics. You have been warned. Welcome back to a winter wonderland, but not here on Earth, on a different planet. And instead of Santa Claus, it's... Sandy Worm. Ooh. Ooh. Who... Like ice sandworms? Sneaks into your... Who comes at daytime through your floor hole... Because everyone and has a floor hole, takes, by the way. And takes your rug. <laughs> I I like sandworms, actually, but like in a tundra. On an alien planet, there's probably floor holes. Maybe that's where people hunt at night for food, because they can't go up in the daytime. You're just describing Eskimos. <laughs> but Eskimos. I guess there's space Eskimos, or Inuit, <laughs> Well, if that you would prefer. make sense. If you live in an inhospitable, quote-unquote, winter wonderland... How does then... Wonderland translate to inhospitable? <laughs> okay, maybe it's perfectly hospitable, and everyone just has four holes to to poop, <laughs> or to. That's, that's you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna stop comparing this to real world examples because you're ruining the illusion. So there's two versions of Sandy Worm now. Oh, are there? Yeah, no, there's the version where he's inverse Santa Claus and comes down your 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 inverted chimney. No, no please say comes up your hole because I know that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> and then there's the other version that comes up your toilet hole. <laughs> well, now you're just that bad uh, 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 crap. Okay, no. Stephen wait. King movie. No, 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 no. We have stuff to do here. <laughs> we're getting off topic, and I feel like I'm making a fool of myself. Well, then we're doing everything right. <sighs> so this, it, we just got one story today for episode 10, because it's still the holidays and stuff is still super busy, but we're trying to get at least something out for you guys. So thank More, you for tuning in. Okay. More excuses that Abysme doesn't regret making at all. No, I don't. Because they're very valid. Any more sass to pile on? <laughs> Any salt you want to serve me? <laughs> See, I'm Vim and Ver, and you're salt and sass. I don't know what Vim and Ver are. I explained it once on Did a you... walk to the local subway, and you uh, <laughs> did oh, oh, are we? Are you regaling our audience of the story of the epic tale to the journey? I never said it was epic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the subway where you find the sandy worms. <laughs> um... What are Viminver? Viminver is a... Uh, like salt and pepper? No, it's a Latin phrase, being full of... Oh, of sure, well, we all know that. Life and energy. Anyway, this story is called We Can't Go Back Into Space Until Logan Masterson Dies. And it is from Lord Bronte, whom we have read before. <laughs> I didn't realize this until I picked it out, but this won the 2016 Halloween contest on the short stories... Uh, subreddit well then it's gonna be good and we can't make fun of it well i hope it is because we recently had a discussion with some friends about melding sci-fi and horror and how rare it is to do it well uh, 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 i'm glad i'm boring you yeah very no yes horror is super interesting and then there goes our audience <laughs> <laughs> it was half of our audience <laughs> You just did it to our channel what YouTube's been trying. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> okay, we can't go back into space until Logan Masterson dies. So is Logan Masterson the one who's keeping 
Us from going to the moon. Probably. That asshole. That asshole. That might be what the story's about. I would say it was is horror on the moon, but that was a movie that was done a couple of years ago. It wasn't good. I don't remember it. I assume it was bad. It was Anyways, bad. Um, that's pretty much the long and short of it. Personally, I think that this whole thing will be the end of manned spaceflight. It was, it was already dying. And now this? Talk about a PR nightmare. Oh, oh, are we talking about The Martian? Maybe. I feel like this was, was probably maybe. inspired by The Martian. It was 2016, so maybe. Plus, morally, the murders were pretty bad, too. Unsurprisingly, it began with lust. Masterson was aboard the ISS with Mizuki Katayama, a brilliant Japanese mission specialist. He loved her, or more accurate, or or more accurately, he wanted her, and she politely turned him down. The same scenario happens on Earth every day. The only thing remarkable about this murder was its location. If you admit to watching the broadcast, then you know how he killed her and what he did to her afterwards. But I'd rather not get into that. So he murdered her on one of those live streams, I'm guessing, that you can see from the ISS. That's pretty brutal. That's, that's pretty, that's, that sounds about right. After killing Katayama, Masterson was alone on the ISS with Anton Vitali. Saying the cosmonaut was in the wrong place at the wrong time would be an understatement. Masterson made short work of Vitali as well. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are these real people? Like... These names sound real, or they're just very cleverly chosen. I, I don't know if they're real. If they are, that's somewhat I, disrespectful. Why? Because maybe the real Masterson's not a dickbag who murders people. I don't know. People do theories about historical events okay. all the time. Okay, not my point. Fanfic. What I was going to say is, why do you, like, I guess in my mind, why do you murder everybody? Because... To leave no witnesses, right? Except for that this guy made the murder, knew he was being watched, and then decided, you know what, Anton Vitali, you suck. Or maybe he just went crazy and started killing everyone around him. Or maybe he panicked. There are innumerable ways people go about killing. And oh, right, some we're dealing it's... with a dumb male. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> All right. Don't have to go into forensic psychology <laughs> or anything. But again, I'd rather not go into details. You have to remember that at this point, nobody on Earth was clued in. All we saw was that cameras on the station had dropped, had stopped transmitting, and that personnel weren't responding. But, but we all know what happened. The cameras on the station had stopped transmitting, and that personnel weren't responding. Uh, I guess that happened afterwards. I guess, yeah. So he killed everybody and turned off all the cameras. We don't know how many people or were on somebody. the ISS. Or somebody, um, well, at any one time, there's probably like six people. Hmm. We could, you could actually look it up right now and find out if you were interested. Um, Maybe we will after the fact, because this is a short story. It's during this period when Masterson must have fully embraced his psychosis. Ha! Told you. He blocked out the station's windows. He diligently severed all outside controls. Then he waited. These first days and weeks were panicky for NASA. JAXA and Roscosmos. 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 There we go. Eventually, a mission was set up to investigate the ISS. The next three astronauts and cosmonauts in the queue for resonance were sent up with tools and supplies. And I hope weapons, because. <laughs> what? Well, they just sent them up anyway? 
Maybe. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe he to killed. Investigate. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Well, maybe he killed them, but they didn't know he killed them at the time. Like it wasn't transmitted. But. Maybe the transmission. Then what was this? We all saw the transmission. Maybe that was released afterwards. I don't know. It's weird that they're going up with I don't, when, tools when to investigate. When there's a murder like this, they don't just release that stuff. Well, then Do why they? would they send them up with just tools to investigate? What does that mean? That seems very They're, nonchalant. That seems like very um, uh, natural response because that the ISS is like a multi-million dollar multinational That doesn't answer thing. my question. Why are they not being sent up with weapons if they know he's killing people? Maybe tools are is a um, code word for machine guns. The choice of words just makes it sound a bit... Whatever. We'll and keep And supplies reading. is a code word for flamethrowers. <laughs> he got the supplies. <laughs> Masterson, of course, knew they were coming. He listened to Earth communications and still had across and still had access to the external cameras. It was a relatively simple matter to sabotage the airlock and depressurize one of the station's segments. From what little we know, it's assumed that all three died instantly. Or maybe that's just wishful thinking. It was at this point that the broadcast began. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So he stopped them. Everything went black. They didn't know what was happening. He sent people up and then he started broadcasting. Okay. Attempts to stop his outgoing messages were pathetically ineffective. All Masterson had to do was slap an old-fashioned broadcast antenna on ISS and presto. The whole world was his audience. Nobody is supposed to watch, but I'd bet that everybody has at least once. The broadcasts were sickening and fascinating at the same time. A psychotic murderer completely out of reach of civilization with a broadcast antenna. Most were horrified. Countries banned viewing the broadcasts, but some segments of the internet loved it. That's very true. <laughs> that, I mean, that shit would be on 4chan forever. Mm-hmm. Everyone pretends they don't watch, but all of Masterson's performances are easily accessible online. Months passed and people began to wonder how he was still alive. Then someone pointed out that Masterson has a water recycler and about five corpses worth of meat. Oh, shit. And, um, and he has the Martian, so he knows what to do. <laughs> still, he can't last forever, so we're waiting him out. A few politicians and world leaders have threatened to launch missiles at the ISS, but that's what? just bluster. Whoa. Just... Okay, so just go to sleep. Don't even think about the fact that there's a psychotic killer out there passing overhead every 92 minutes. That's a... Damn! I... This story works for very strange reasons for me. Because it's not giving me chills, but it is, it is, but it isn't. Because it's not like we have anything to fear. It's just the idea of that out there is frightening the way it was written. I don't know how to explain it, but um, it's, it's, it's matter of fact without being boring. And it gives yeah. enough details to keep you interested and keep us questioning, wait, you know, did he send a broadcast first? Was it live? <laughs> so I can see why this one, especially for flash fiction, that was really well put together. What is that supposed to be under five hundred words or something? Or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Pretty Dang. small. But uh, I just and the way the lines were timed of you know he's got her water recycler and five corpses worth of meat. Oh shit! Right, cannibalism. Like you don't know how far his psychosis goes. Yeah. I like that. Not very horrifying. More. 
I don't know. There's there's got to be a word for stuff that isn't horrifying, but yeah, it is kind of um, sickening, shocking. I guess much more shocking than horrifying, which isn't to say it's bad or anything. There's a whole uh, there's there's a word for it. There's a whole string of movies that are like that that are just like suspenseful brain fart. I know there's a word for it, but yeah, no, this falls in that to that category. I think it's this is a wonderful little story. It is. I liked it a lot. Let's look at some comments. This is an amazing story, said Odd Future 445 Seriously one of the best stories I've ever read on here. It leaves so much of the imagination while painting a portrait of this psychotic man who virtually is untouchable from the entire world. I wish this was developed into a short film. Yeah, um, this would have been a lot better yeah, than Gravity but not, or anything. Uh, no, dude, a full-length movie of this? No. Short I film. I know, short film, short film, but like, not a whole movie. No, I think it should be a short film. When you say a short film, you mean like a 90-minute film or like an hour film? A 90-minute film is a full-length featured film. Okay, good. What do you think short film meant? I, I guess a 10-minute film. Then. Yeah, 10, 20, I'd be good with either of that. Uh, let's see. It's all easily accessible on the internet. Don't pretend that you haven't watched the broadcasts. I want to listen to those broadcasts. Oh, I think people are kind of playing along with the mythos here. Oh, yeah. Wow, this was so well-written, says Herky Young. I'm not going to pretend to pronounce that. And so within the realm of the imagination that I actually went and Googled if there was an astronaut named Logan Masterson. Thankfully, there isn't. <laughs> okay. So, you know what? Props to those uh, um, name choices. Like, they did really sound like astronaut names. Yeah, it did. Like, the the lady, the lady's name did, for sure. The Tali sounded right. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, like, astronauts spend years training for a mission and they look for very particular personalities yeah. for people that stay cool under pressure and like anybody who ever has you know anger fits or episodes like that are, are less likely to i don't think they'd make it this far yeah um so he'd have to like pretty much hide the fact that he's nuts which people or can crack. do but like straight up crack yeah it's not very common and this is that's the for that same reason, the third act of Sunshine falls so damn hard. Yeah, because you have all these people who, granted, they are on space flight. It's more extreme than anything we've planned or well, done Sunshine so far. Well, Sunshine is a different case because it's also like a last ditch humanity effort. So yeah, like you know you're gonna you, die. They, you know they're making mistakes to get there in a hurry too. True, but at the same time, like I, you know, astronauts must always go up with like you know this knowledge pounded into them that like you could die at any point you know these accidents happen in the blink of an eye so the fact that at the end of sunshine you have a guy who goes god crazy and starts killing people and it's a slasher flick was just you know it, it was so weak of an ending and it just did not jive with the rest of the movie um but at the same time the i think it was the mathematician kind of like fucking up an equation and screwed everything up and he like felt super super bad about it and tried to kill himself i can more believe that because that's wait what was that in in sunshine oh when a guy messes up the calculations and he's like i'm sorry oh, yeah. and then he like cries and he almost kills himself or he tries to um so that's a bit more believable but someone is going psychotic and killing people especially because a woman turned down his advances eh. but at the same time how else would you set up this story you know, you know, I have to wonder how many astronauts aren't married because it seems like a lot of them are too. That's a good question. Uh, we may have to do some astronaut research. 
But I do want to look up how many people An are on the ISS. Astrosurge. <laughs> how many people are on the ISS right now? Six. Oh, ah. you were right. It was six. And they're all, I think they're all on the ISS. Peggy Whitson. Oleg Nov Novitsky. Thomas Pesquet. Why are we reading them? Anyone can look this up. Andre Borisenko. Is... Sergey Rizikov. Shane Kimbrough. Uh, sorry, I just I wanted to read that because I really like how Lord Bronte did the names. They sounded very convincing. Thirty-three days, thirty-three oh, okay, days. Okay, so there's days. one divorce guy. <laughs> Watch out, the Watch people on the ISS. <laughs> For all astronauts currently listening, look out. <laughs> Find the divorced among you and quarantine them. <laughs> no, he's the French. Of course. No comment. <laughs> Well, that is all the time we have. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining in. We will return to the longer form episodes. Oh, dude, this guy's a badass. There's in the like new pictures year. pictures of him deep sea diving. and. Well, that's not surprising. Uh, he has an outdoor adventure. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, he, he's doing the, the biggest outdoor adventure you can do. Yeah, You're um, outdoors of the atmosphere. Dang. Not my dream job at all. Not, <laughs> I think I found a new spirit human <laughs> excuse me everyone i'm gonna go take care of this i found a new spirit human did you did you mash up spirit animal and kindred spirit <laughs> with human somehow <laughs> you you are my spirit human <laughs> what does that mean all right well thank you everybody we will see you in the new year thanks everyone this is this it, fun times were had <laughs> <laughs> Spirit human. <laughs> Stay tuned for these messages with your likely new spirit humans. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit! <laughs>